Hey, 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 thanks for joining me on the Pastor Duke Podcast. What a blessing it is for me to bring the Word of God to you. I'd like to offer special thanks to all of you for listening, and thanks to a core group of you who have chosen to financially uh, help me with my cost to do the podcast. Uh, the investment I made up front has been completely covered now by a core group of you, and it means the world to me. I hope to make you proud. I hope that fruit will abound to your account uh, as you have chosen to help me get uh, the word out. And Thank you so much. Also, huge shout-out and thanks to my man, my main man, my mentor, Pastor John Westfall, who brought me into the podcast world last summer. COVID was shutting me down, but podcasting has opened things up like never before. I'm now crossing to about 75,000 listens and over 16,300 downloads as of this morning. Special thanks to all my new listeners from the Journey Church in Barrington, New Hampshire. Had a great time with those folks uh, this past weekend. I would encourage all of you to go to the podcast, According to John, where he has me co-host with him. We tackle the big Bible questions and Christian issues of our times. We hit them thoroughly, and we have a good time while we do it. We might harass one another a little bit along the way. The Christian version of Cheech and Chong. We need a little humor as we tackle some of these uh, tough things. So thank you, Pastor John. You mean the world to me, and I hope all of you will listen to According to John for a little bit more biblical teaching. It's better than watching some crazy stuff on TV. He has a video and audio presentation of that each week. So uh, today we look at some things going on in our world today, kind of a prophetic update, I call it. It's not about COVID. It's all about control. You know, we live in unprecedented prophetic days. Reading the prophecies 50 years ago, it was hard to fathom the mark of the beast, hard to take that literally. It seemed like a Star Trek movie. Well, now it's easy with computers, nanotechnology, microchips, scanners, 5G, space links, central data centers. Technology today has made the Internet nearly omniscient. It's hard to comprehend the image of the beast we read about in Revelation chapter 13. Speaking, but now it's easy. Artificial intelligence. We speak to Siri and Alexa nearly every day. Very smart gals they are indeed. The huge signs of Christ's return are all in place. Israel, the big one, reborn, 1948, against all odds. Jerusalem, retaken, 1967, June 10th. The nations are all prophetically in place. They're all aligned according to Daniel chapter 2 and 7. The old Roman Empire nations have become the European Union from which the Antichrist arises. Opposition to him will come from the kings of the south. Daniel chapter 11, which I see to be an Islamic caliphate soon to emerge. They will be defeated early in the tribulation. Russia and her allies, the great bear of the north. Russia aligned with Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, Germany, and Turkey will come from the north and be defeated about the middle point of the tribulation in the second major battle of the Armageddon campaign. 
Then the third and conclusive battle of Armageddon will be from the kings of the east, China, and her hordes, an army of 200 million. The new Silk Road is in place, beginning in Beijing and ending, of course, in northern Israel at the plains of Megiddo, exactly where the Bible says the final battle will be fought. The dams are in place on the Euphrates River to dry up uh, the river at strategic crossing points for the huge army to cross, and that army is now amassing and ready to march into Armageddon. I followed the elite money brokers of the world since 1972. They are the globalists. They embrace Marxism. They've been called the shadow government, the invisible government. Today, they are commonly called the deep state with their deep financial pockets. You know, God founded the world with nations, but Satan, in order to have a central government, a global government, he needs central control. His agenda is globalism. It doesn't mean the people who are part of that are evil, but they are blinded by the evil one, and they're carrying out his agenda. You know, there were no global anythings, Till the League of Nations in 1918, following World War I, which became the United Nations in 1948, now globalism is vogue. It's cool. It's in place. We need globalism. Nationalism is yesterdayism. We need to get the world out of the dark ages of the past into the new world order. We now have the World Bank, the World Health Organization, World Economic Forum. Soon we have the global financial reset that has a lot of people in high places very nervous. We have the World Trade Organization and a unifying agenda all pulling together. The Paris Climate Accord. Who can't be against a clean planet? Which the American version is the Green New Deal. Climate change is the cardinal doctrine of the new world wokeism religion. They aim to save the planet from the people, kind of opposite of God's plan to save the people from the planet. I'm told that the Senate infrastructure bill that just passed yesterday contains over $2 trillion in spending as only phase one of the American part to the Green New Deal. It's interesting how Satan always packages things. You know, we're, we're obviously for a clean planet. But uh, he's using that to rally the troops into a new world order, a new world woke religion. And uh, at the core of that is the Paris climate agenda. Almost every nation of the world has bought into that. And I promise you, Jesus is going to have no problem cleaning up the planet when he sets up his kingdom. So Christian, I don't think we have to worry about that. So all of that is prophecy fulfilled in our face. Only a year and a half ago, the, the big prophetic question, the big wonder I had in my heart as I looked at what the Bible says is going to happen, this global thing, this complete control of the populace we see in Revelation chapter 13. How could that ever be? How could there be such central control of the global populace that we see in Revelation 13. Then came COVID-19 bullying its way onto the world scene. 
media presentation of the pandemic struck terror in the hearts of the global population. It was so cleverly packaged and presented. Stay home, save lives, bend the curve, protect grandma. And we obeyed. We masked up. We gloved up. We social distanced. We complied because we're good people. And we don't want to kill grandma. As all of that was happening across the globe, not just in our country, across the globe, these prophecies we read about at the second coming of Christ are not American prophecies. They're not European. They're global. And that's exactly what we saw in the global pandemic. Now I now call plandemic. It hit us globally. Churches, for the first time in American history, were shut down while liquor stores were allowed to stay open. They were deemed necessary. I guess it is for those who know not our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, fear is the most powerful of all controlling human emotion factors. And fear was driving the whole thing. Then came censorship. As the frontline doctors show up on their own dime to Washington, D.C., heralding a simple, cheap cure for COVID, hydroxychloroquine. And they, the videos went out and the world listened. And less than 24 hours later, kerflush. The videos and their information is flushed down off the Internet, off all of the social media giants as they colluded to silence the voice of everything that the globalists did not approve of. No attention to jacking the immune system with vitamin therapy, which really worked for myself and my family as the COVID-19 virus went through our family. None of us got really sick at all. No attention to Im the immune vitamin therapy. No attention to early and effective treatment, which historically you always do to treat any disease. You know, I got COVID-19 in January 2021. It was a stay home thing for me. Can't really go to the doctor. There will be no treatment. If I get sick enough, if I get near death, go to the hospital and hope for the best. You know, I'd had hydroxychloroquine six times as a prophylaxis for my trips to the Amazon to basin to protect me from malaria. But my doctor could not give hydroxychloroquine to me for COVID. You see, he was under their control as well. That was unprecedented. That's when you know the devil is in those details. That's when you know that this control thing is for real. It's from the evil one and Satan is tightening his grip. Control is the issue popping up everywhere in the COVID agenda. Lies, cover-ups, misinformation were everywhere 24-7 in the mainstream media, both radio, TV, and even online. Control the people, control the narrative, silence the dissenters, control the medicine, control the doctors, control the money, use the businesses to enforce the ever-changing COVID mandates. Find the businesses and shut them down completely if they won't force them, enforce the mandates. Totalitarianism had taken a giant step forward across the globe via riding the back of COVID-19 agenda. 
I knew, I knew, I knew in March 2020 from the beginning that the warp speed untested emergency use only vaccines would soon be made or tried to be made mandatory, even though that goes against the Nuremberg Code, even though that goes against the Hippocratic Oath, even though that goes against 200 and nearly 50 years of American medical history. You just know it's coming because we know the enemy is moving towards complete social control of people, and it had begun, and Satan isn't going to back off now. Along the way, I was learning who were the people making the decisions at the World Health Organization. China, 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 Fauci, 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 Gates, Gates, Gates. Did you hear Gates bragging recently on the national mainstream media that his best investments ever were vaccines, which gave him a 20 to 1 return on the dollar? The great philanthropist may just be a great opportunist. Time will tell. Here we have a software geek center stage in both the vaccine industry making billions of dollars and it turns out he's also in the core group at the united nations planning out agenda 21 now called agenda 2030 with plans to depopulate the planet from 7.4 billion to a sustainable growth of 500 million I ask, could the upcoming vaccines be connected to the depopulation plans of the United Nations? I find it interesting. Another aha moment for me was when I found the total death numbers came in uh, for both our country and for the world. There was no big spike in total deaths in 2020, nor the first eight months of 2021. So many other deaths seem to have been labeled COVID, where extra money were given to the hospitals when COVID was on the death certificate. Oh, I'm sure those things could not be connected, but the facts are in. Fanning the flames of fear has been the mainstream media mantra from the beginning, and it's ramping up all over again with the Delta variant. The masks are back. And the whole thing seems to be repeating itself. Turns out testing all this past year and a half along the way has been flawed uh, a lot. Perhaps has been controlled to jack up the numbers, to jack up the fear. There were great passions on the left side of the aisle who were the ones who put early COVID-19 patients back in the rest homes, but that was only in blue states where multitudes of innocent elderly died alone, which made it even worse, adding insult to injury. Now their passions are to get a needle in every arm and focus now on our children. News of horrible vaccine side effects and even deaths are being suppressed and censored as one would expect. History continues to repeat itself with this agenda. Nations are shutting down again. Australia military are arresting citizens 
that venture away from their homes without a pass. Huge demonstrations are happening all over the world as pushbacks are coming from global people groups against the new mandates. Yet the mainstream media is silent on all of the pushbacks. You see, if it doesn't fit into the agenda, it doesn't get into our news. Does it bother you that only six men choose every morning 4 a.m. what the news will be and won't be? That's why you got to get smart and start getting some alternate sources of news. I do listen to the talking points that they allow on the conservative side of things a bit on Fox and that all the rest are given to the liberal side of things. Governments are trying to control the populace of their peoples like never before all over the world. Vax Pass is now in New York City. Ain't it interesting that the Vax Pass proponents are also the ones vehemently against voter IDs? Hmm, I find that very interesting. You know, China is the model for social control of the populace with their social credit system. The Chinese Communist Party provides cell phones for all its people. Isn't that nice? But through the cell phones, they're able to monitor everything their citizens do. Spending, travel, uh, phone calls, text, social media posts. The Chinese Communist Party controls all the, all the news, the media, education, entertainment, sports, medicine, you name it, they control it. Everyone is hooked into the 5G system with their phones and they are all linked into the social credit system. Compliance to the CCP agenda gets you favor, better paying jobs, better apartments, better educational opportunities for your one child. Compliance to their system opens doors. Non-compliance, however, closes doors. And if taken too far, Dissidents simply disappear, never to be heard of again. Fear controls the population of the Chinese people. This is not an indictment against those innocent people being held hostage, but it is an indictment against the wicked human rights, uh, abandoned uh, human rights group of the Chinese Communist Party and the concentration camps and the horrible conditions they put upon people who don't see it their way. Jesus is a real threat to the Communist Chinese Party. They expect total loyalty to the party. The underground churches in China are monitored very closely, and it's not easy to be a Christian under that system. And yet, even with that persecution, the Church of Jesus Christ continues to grow stronger and stronger in a time of persecution. In the meantime, a lot of American Christian churches and North American churches have really watered things down and, and uh, people not paying much of a price at all to follow Jesus. You know, that same control system needs 5G to gather all the data on all the people. I believe it will be the system used by the Antichrist in Revelation 13, and I believe it will be coming to America soon. I believe the Vax Pass pressure is a major segue to condition an ignorant populace into full compliance. It's only the beginning. You know, it's always packaged so cleverly for your own good and for the good of the people. The vax pressure is going to continue to mount, in my view. 
the independent patriotic spirit of Americans has been a major thorn in the globalist agenda. I see COVID as a clear pandemic and not a pandemic at all. I see it as a trial run for the globalists to gain deeper control over the populace of the world. I see the agenda to portray the bad guys to be the good guys and the good guys to be the bad guys. And if you've ever studied out the rise of Nazism in Germany, Maoism in China, Bolshevism in Russia, you are seeing the exact same playbook unfolding in our country. I see America as the last nation to fall to the globalists. Satan is surely tightening his grip. You know, God may choose to push back the devil's agenda as it seems to me that he did with the Trump administration. The Obamas and Clintons had a plan, a 16-year plan it was called. It was all uh, pulled out of the, the details. There was no secret about it. But it got a giant uh, pause under the Trump administration. They don't despise Trump because of the way he cuts his hair or for calling fake news what it is. He is a nationalist burr in their globalist saddle. They hate him. He has held them up. They are not happy. But you see, kind of wrapping this up here today, my hope is not in nationalism or in any political ideology. My blessed hope is the soon return of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the risen Son of God. I lose no sleep over the coming economic reset. I guess it does make me a little bit nervous because I like my creature comforts just like you do. But it's nothing to fear. Jesus would tell us, as he did people in his time, fear not, I'm with you. I know what I'm doing. I'm big. I'm good. I love you. I laid history out a long time ago. History is no mystery. I don't bow to the World Health Organization or the Center for Disease Control. I do like what I hear coming out of the Cleveland Clinic, that might be science, saying that if you've had COVID, which I have, most of my family has, that we have better not take the shot. We have nothing to gain from it. But that will be uh, banned from the mainstream media, of course. I only hope that Michael Bloomberg, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, the Clintons, the Obamas, Soros, and all their team find Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. In the meantime, I believe that deep state list of characters in high places are carrying out the agenda of the evil one. And probably they're deceived to think they're doing a good thing. Their riches, their power will all crumble when King Jesus sounds his voice. Jesus holds the trump card, and I'm not talking about Donald here. His coming the first time, his first advent was perfect in the fullness of time. Things were set for the world to receive the gospel in the half a generation. The Greeks had brought a world trade language. The Romans had established a highway system and a bit of security traveling that the world had never known before. It was the perfect time for the first ad advent, and I assure you it will be perfect timing when he comes again. In the meantime, we watch the hand of reality fitting into the perfect glove of global biblical prophecy.
It's not falling apart. It's all coming together. I speak with a little irony in, in my closing here. Just go back to the time of Jesus. It's the, it's the time of his arrest. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane. He had said, one of you will forsake or sake me, betray me. And, of course, that was Judas. Judas brings in the soldiers and recorded in John's Gospel that those who came to arrest Jesus <laughs> fell back as dead men. It's kind of like they died, and Jesus had to raise them from the dead in order for them to carry out his very own arrest. I find that very cool. Then I see a few hours later, Pilate has Jesus uh, before him, and he's marveling because Jesus won't present much of a self-defense. He said, mine hour has come. He's going to the cross, and Pilate says, don't you know who I am? Don't you know the power that I have? And Jesus kind of smiles. Uh, yeah, Pilate, I know who you are. And uh, the power that you have, um, I kind of gave to you. You see, Jesus was in complete command of the situation. And I assure you, as you listen to all of the fake news, as you listen to the global conditions going from bad to worse, as you see Satan tightening his grip, as new social mandates come upon people and we lose our First Amendment rights to freedom of speech, probably soon our Second Amendment rights to bear arms. That won't fit with the new world order at all. Continue to expect this pressure to come against the Second Amendment, uh, the amendment, uh, amendment right of a religious assembly, as our rights are being threatened and uh, things are being forced upon us and we're being called the bad guys because we don't like what they're doing, I want to point you to Jesus. He's in command of the situation. Our God sits on the throne of heaven and he holds in his hand the heart of kings. He will raise them up. He'll put them down. His timing will be perfect. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, and he awaits for the signal to step onto a cloud, to come back in the clouds, to take his bride home. The church will be raptured out when it's God's time, and nobody knows that day or hour, but I assure you it will be perfect. So I'd put it this way. We ain't got nothing to worry about, but we better have our eyes open. And I would suggest that we abide in Christ, that we keep our eyes on him, our hands to the plow. Abide in him, First John says, that when he shall appear. Oh, that's getting close. When he shall appear, we will not be ashamed before him is coming. So let's love one another fervently. Let's get along. Let's be nice people. Let's tell the people who are not ready for our Lord's return. He loves them too. They need to give their heart to Christ. Be you ready for such an hour as you think not. The Son of Man cometh. Bye-bye for now. Love you.